Buck Sturdley in the 38th century. Go ahead, point it out. The Buck Sturdley Show. Now, boys and girls, once again, it's time for Buck Sturdley in the 28th century. The story of things and Tom and what might happen in the 28th century. Now, hand me down my ray gun. Buck and Wilma are now entering a rocket. How do you wake I don't know. I guess we don't. We do. With that heavenly music we hear, that's Ken Wilson playing. That's the Ken Wilson. That ain't heaven. No. Hold up, steady. Which way they go? Hey, that was something extra there. This is, is that a bad um, note you've got on there? Bill has had the piano tune, I think, since last week. What is this about celebration for John Day, Bob? Yeah, John Day, well, John, his wife had a baby. Oh, is that so wrong? Yeah. Well, what do you know about that? Not more than an hour ago. Well, I think we're the man. first to break this exclusive. This exclusive will Drusilla Larson. Bless you for coming. And I that. think it's just wonderful. And uh, why don't you tell us all about uh, John, you know? Well, John has made many pictures, as you know, Dick. I know it. And I'm just up on my soapbox, that's all. And, by the way, when you see Daryl, let me know. Daryl who? I forget. By the way, I did hear Miss Luella Parsons last night. Did you? And she had a story on it towards the end of the program that uh, I thought was very funny. Were they re-relating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mentioned that uh, some producer had just had a baby. They were, they've been married, she said, 12 years, and they had their first child. Uh-huh. He's the producer of Sitting Pretty. Well, well, well. I wonder if Luella had a, a little note of humor in her voice. When I she said doubt that. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Well, it is. we are in a Hollywood mood today, I suppose. Yes. I'm just in from Hollywood, Bob, where I've just made several new pictures. Just fly in, did you? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I came Tell across about the chief. Tell us about some. Me bongo. <laughs> Me. These new pictures of yours, what, uh, what, what's in the making? What are we well, Bob, I, uh, we just did uh, what, what you might call the story of food. And, oh, uh, that's a new Technicolor production. I yeah, it's Grub. Grub, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a beautiful picture. Fat Street. We, we, trace, we trace food from its uh, very beginning right up to the present day. You didn't right. happen to bring along any uh, uh, transcribed trailers that will be used in uh, connection with the preview of this film, did you? I don't... I believe I did, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Wait a second. The following is transcribed. Rob, you laugh. Don't cry. You will wish you stay at home. The story of... Rob, the story of food from the Western Plains. See Hanson Humphrey Goldstein. Lee Palula Mohead. Lost, 
with no yeah. clothes on except the police hat. Hard and mass exodus to escape heat. Yeah. Old timers say. Well, the man sees relief in sight. However. I suppose we'll have some cool weather before long. Only Canadian air and uh, Canadian ace air. Right all. And I think we should uh, do something about this weather picture. Maybe drop down to the weather bureau. Why don't we drop in there and take a look at some of these seismographs and Fredangaritzes right. that they have down there? Let's... No, this is transition music. If that is transition music. Well, that's wind. Thunder. We better mention what the program. Hold up, steady. He must have a friend listening who he's auditioning for. Are you auditioning for something today, Ken? Mm-hmm. For wind effects. This is a new musical weatherman show. Oh, no, that's Kenneth Wilson. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> well, here we are at the weather bureau. Welcome. Boy, look at that over there, hey. Uh, do you have any questions? Perhaps well, the world what is this intricate-looking instrument here? That's my watch. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. Uh, this thing over here with the fan on the end of it. Oh, that's how we judge the humidity in the air. You mean the velocity? If that fan melts down, it's pretty humid. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah? We check it. What are your prospects for weather for the next couple of days? We got a heavy? Well, uh, we'll have a good hot day today. Uh, we'll have a little relief when the sun comes down. There'll be a bright northerly wind blow up. There'll be some offshore winds blowing on the shore. And tomorrow we expect a little relief. How about that in, in the form of uh, precipitation? How about the cranberry bogs? That's rain. What? <laughs> cranberry bogs. The cranberry bogs, uh, they'll, they'll pretty generally have the same kind of weather we'll have up here. That's so? Yeah, don't worry about any frost or nothing. I'm not worried about it a bit. Well, what you ask for? You know what I mean? Well, just happen to be here. Now, this little thing here is how we can determine tremors. We're all over the earth. Determine what? Tremors. Tremors? Like if the earth rumbles, it uh, makes a little mark on this here gadget. Hey, that's pretty good. Hey, look, it's rumbling now, I guess, because yeah. it's making a lot of marks here. Well, it must be an earthquake. Uh, let me see. I would say it's well, about 4,000 miles south of the South Pole. Wow. Uh, you think we should worry about it? Not, a, not in your life. No, it's about 4,000 miles northeast of the uh, Fiji's. Wow, okay, that. That's, that's pretty good. Well, you can't stick me on anything like that. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. How about flying weather? Will I have my VFR today? Well, uh, yes. Uh, I'd like to say that it'll be uh, VFR today. However, you can make only one final landing. You can go up as many times as you want, but just come down once. once. Okay, well, thanks anyway. Wilco. Roger. Over. Out. Right. Wow, I'd love to... Have Ken Wilson play some music, and if Bill Green will play along, all of that. I don't think they will, because they're not speaking to each other again today. Oh, is that so? What's the matter with them now? Well, Green wanted his microphone closer to the piano, so they couldn't hear it so much organ. And, well, uh, that handball. Wilson <laughs> didn't quite go for the idea. I don't know. I, I saw Bill in here just before the program went on, and I, I don't know whether he moved the microphones or not. But, well, how uh, do you like that? I think we'll hear both instruments. Let's, let's uh, try them. Wait a minute. Just a moment, Mr. Wilson. You don't get don't be so eager. Relax. I mean, that's the first thing you musicians should learn. You will always play better if you are completely relaxed and at ease. Don't fall off. I mean, if you're up on your toes, you can hardly play the, the organ. So uh, I suggest relax. Now, what is your first number, Sit John? back. Remember yeah. that we're all... We're all your song friends. again, you're playing. <laughs> we're all your friends here, and, and don't you lie. my song. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Nothing I can do about it at this late date. All right, here they are. Are you completely relaxed? Don't you mind?
my song. Now. Wait. Oh, wait a minute, Ken. What are you wearing? Snowshoes today? <laughs> Let's try that left, again. Left quad hopper. You know, you know friends, that he plays the organ. Uh, there's these little wooden stakes that run across there, and he hits awful things with them with, when, when he hits them right. But when he has on snowshoes like that, you just heard what happened. Kind of difficult for him. All right, Mr. Wilson. That's good. Now, oh, The Life and Loves of Linda Lovely, written for radio by E. Carrington Lump. Today, we find Linda and David in a new setting, high up in the grandstands at Wonderland Revere. They sit expectantly waiting for the first race. Well, excuse me, announcer. Uh, I think you better inform the listeners first mm-hmm. that they won't see any race. Oh. Uh, Wonderland closed Saturday night for the I season. can't change the copy. I'm sorry. That's well, can we make it the West Peabody Speedway, for goodness sake? I'm sorry. I, it says Something Wonderland. will be going on there. I it mean. says Wonderland Revere. That's what Lump wrote. I can't change it. Well, all right. So, uh, Sitting high up in the stands, expectantly waiting for the first race to run at Wonderland, we see Linda and David, and we hear Linda speak. What is it? Here we are, waiting anxiously for the race at Wonderland. Yes, I, I don't think we'll have to wait much longer. Why, David? I think the first race is just about to be run. Do you, my darling? I, I have a schedule here. Have you, sweetheart? That's the nicest thing I ever said to you. The schedule says first race, 7.45. Yes, my sweet, we're here early, too. We are. It's such good feet. Only 1.15. I, I wonder who will win the first race. Uh-huh. I say, I wonder who will win. But even I don't know who will win the first race. I wonder who will win it. The first race, David. Oh, let's get out of here. All right. Now, let's just that first scene there. Then we have to... We go cross town. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, cross town in an expensive penthouse-type apartment, the two detectives talk excitedly of the crime about to be committed. Hey, James. Yes, Lucille. Uh, you think it'll be a crime committed that we can talk excitedly about? Uh, supposed to be a crime committed very shortly within the next 24 hours. We'll probably talk excitedly about it when it happens. I should imagine we'll probably solve it. Will it be a murder or a holdup, a daring holdup? Well, Lucille, I don't know. Well, I don't know, Jane, either. I don't know from nothing. It's, uh, uh, here in this expensive penthouse apartment is smoking these 25-cent cigars. Doesn't add up to me. Doesn't add up to me. I think we ought to find the criminal. Well, who do you suggest we go after? You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. We Got any ideas? Could have got a Charlie Tavern, I suppose. And... Yeah, let's get on there and have some of this grand spaghetti. Yeah. Hiya, gents. What'll it be? Hey, spaghetti. Yeah, spaghetti for two. You ain't heard about no murders or nothing, have you? Oh, but I'm expecting to hear you two guys talk excitedly about a murder probably to be committed in the next 24 hours or so. Well, that's what we're planning. See, uh, yeah, he and I are a couple of private eyes, you know what I mean? A couple of private eyes. And if anything happens like a crime or something, we'll talk, like excitedly crime, about it. we'll talk excitedly about it. Something yeah, will happen. I can see what you mean. Something will happen probably in about 24 hours. probably happen in 24 hours. Well, well, look, uh, get us that spaghetti, will you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, hey, um, hey, uh, kid. Why, well, well, that's a little bit. plateful's of spaghetti. I thought this was a cooked order, you know? Yeah, I thought this was a cooked order. We're going to have a crime. It is cooked order. We're going to have a crime. You'll probably have a crime, won't you? Yeah. And maybe that's the crime we're supposed to talk excitedly about, Lucille. What? The one that we're going to commit. Maybe let's talk excitedly about it. Oh, boy. Boy, this is great. We're going to shoot this fellow, you know? Real exciting. Yeah. 
Hope we no, find no, out at first. Let's uh, eat the spaghetti first. All right, go ahead. Uh, mighty tasty. You're not eating that. Oh, right, that's your right? necktie I got on here. You're saying you're not eating that right. Oh, I guess I ain't. It's okay. It's a cheap tie. If it tastes yeah. good, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try some spaghetti on it. How's the spaghetti, gentlemen? Tastes like it's got a tie on it. Tastes like right? neckties. <laughs> well, that's what it's supposed to taste like, I suppose. Excuse me. Yes. You two fellows, uh, detectives? We're both detectives. Follow me. I got a crime you can talk excitedly about. When's it going to be committed? About 24 hours. You better go, gents. This may be the big break you've been looking for. Thanks. The spaghetti was good, eh? Spaghetti was fine, and so was the necktie. So All right. How? Meanwhile, Uncle Jim, Ned, Billy, Grace, and the, uh, what is it, the 333rd Infantry? Field artillery. Are marching through deep, dark, dank Africa. As we're looking on them now, no one is speaking. So we return to San Francisco in the little waterfront hideout of Joe. Just the other day, I heard a fellow say... How did that get in? Yeah. Give me mission, no one. Supposed to go 115? No, it's supposed to go 125, but I'm giving it up. the gun a little bit. Pardon while I ray. I like that, don't you? It's a wonderful song. That was made into a popular song, wasn't it? Yeah. What was the name of that popular? Prince George Hotel. No. It was. No, but I was another E.T. Same one. They stole it. You want a banana? No, it's two different songs. You're confusing. What was the song about the Prince Prince George? Or something like that. That's the Prince George Hotel. That doesn't even rhyme. No, you're wrong. You are going to stop off at the Prince George Hotel and tell them the old salt sent you. That's right. They'll be happy to. And now. Uh, are we going to sing a song today? We no, have no, they no, played no. my one song that I wanted to Why sing. don't we have a gay, happy community sing? Why don't we sing uh, Through the Viaducts? Oh, all right. Well, you don't have the words to that, though. Well, why don't we sing... Uh, why don't we go to our, our second act? We had a phone call this morning requesting that we go to our second act of our solo meet. Well, for the Salome... Okay. Mr. Wilson is always only too glad to do one of these. You'll remember, friends, sitting here in box 84, the first two acts didn't prove to be very much. The curtain broke down, and the second one, the cast went out on strike, I believe. Uh, is that right? Unfortunately, the organist stayed on. The organist is still here. The uh, prima donna... Uh, I know. I do. Is all set to uh, give out with the aria from uh, Act Three, Scene One. Uh, she's tuning up now. You can I the rose in the garden. probably hear her. She is standing at stage left, which of course is her right. Garden. Her voice, her voice re-echoes with <laughs> and she walks in and amongst the garden. the flower in her garden this morning, uh, bright and early. The then she seems to make a mistake. <laughs> she seems rather embarrassed. Standing there, <laughs> at the time she everybody. plucked the garden, uh, the organist everybody. is fine. Uh, she excuses herself and goes back into the garden. It's woman underwear. It's too hot for this thing. The organist picks the cue right up, though, and she continues with the second verse. members of the audience walk out. In the garden. And more will follow, no doubt. The garden. 
She seems to be stuck for a while. Behind the hedge. Well, we've learned at least where the garden is. It's behind the hedge. And... Hold up, Polkett. Take to the hills. Oh, something gone. seems to have gone wrong there. The cast is rapidly dispersing, leaving the stage. The prima donna doesn't seem to have seen the... Put the rose between my teeth. She has uh-huh. put the rose between her teeth. She's standing, <laughs> standing there and seems to be in some sort of trouble. <laughs> She's trying to sing, obviously, but I don't think that uh, the organist seems to have lost his place in the music, too. I think we ought to discontinue this act. Oh, there the goes the music falling all over the floor. And now he's bending over to pick it up. Yeah. Oh, we're running into all sorts of trouble. I think we'd better just let the curtain fall. Right off. Let it fall, will you, Ken? Well, somebody caught it. It didn't fall away. Did you afford that, Ken? Well, that takes more power to make one of those noises. Just the other day, I heard a fellow say... Give me mission bell wine because... Mission Bell is fine. Well, pardon while I rave about the money that I save. I Mission Bell wine, because Mission Bell wine. Drink it. That's the second chorus. And yet I say, give me Mission Bell wine. What if we're as good as the... Uh, no, we're not. Here are a couple of professionals. Three of them, probably. The sounds like musical band. Four. I mean, is it a fun show or is that what it is? Packed with fun. 
And laughs and mirth and everything. Laugh a minute. Uh-huh. And what time should I tune in for that? Two o'clock today. Uh-huh, okay. But not every day. I'd suggest you consult your local newspaper. Speaking of uh, baseball and all, this is the big week for baseball. Good this week. is the next week. And I'd like to go out on the limb right now. <clears throat> all right, will you Tell me this one right, right here? Right here, Greg. It doesn't look too strong. Uh, you may fall down. Don't worry about me. I'll be okay, boss. Everything's all set, huh? I'm going to go out on the limb. Yeah, and you're sure you'll be all right. You're safe. Oh. Are you still out there? I wasn't going to say anything that was important no. anyway, Bob. I don't believe I was going to say something about the Red Sox and the Braves, but... After that limb went on me like that, I don't think I will. Yeah. Mary, won't you wake up here, please? <laughs> Nobody sleeps. Mary? Yes, Mom? Now, don't you have something instructive for this afternoon? Yes, I have. Lentil soup. <laughs> well, that's... What's the matter, Bob? <laughs> nothing you just thought of caught me unaware. Yes, there's nothing like a little lentil soup. No, I guess there isn't. Because you can't stand too much of it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Well, if you like lentils and you're a soup fan, uh-huh. then believe me, you'll go for lentil soup. And for fun and lentil soup, tune in and play ball. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you go about uh, preparing this delicious? Well, you scrape up a lot of lentils. Mm-hmm. Put them into a... Uh, you, do you grow lentils? Depends on the size of your family, Bob. Yeah. And just pour in the water and let it come to a boil. Mm-hmm. Not much to it, huh? Not a thing to it. Makes a, makes a good, uh, It makes a good stuff. hearty meal uh-huh. for growing boys. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. And uh, for boys who aren't growing, it's pretty good, too. <laughs> they won't stop them, in other words. No, it won't. Uh-huh. Not like smoking. And you'd uh, you'd recommend maybe crackers and peanut butter? Excuse me, on camels. Did she say something? Yes, she did, sir. She was mentioning that uh, the soup won't uh, stunt people's growth like smoking will. Uh-huh. And her name is spelled how? M-C-G-O-O-N. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, I wonder who that was. I don't know. You know, Ray? He looks like an attorney. Yeah, he did look kind of... He said he was from... What did he say? Yeah, look out the window. He's riding away on one. Yeah. Wow. Uh-oh. He doesn't have to walk a mile for that one. Uh-huh. Well, well, I guess that fixes my wagon for a while. I guess it does. Well, too bad, because I was going long good. I think you may be in a little bit of difficulty. Well, it's too bad, Harry. You have our sympathy. Yeah. Doesn't she, Bob? She has our sympathy. Right? Mm-hmm. So long, Mary. Bye, Mary. I'm pretty scared about all this. Well, don't worry about it. Things will turn out. They usually do, don't they, Bob? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Have you played two songs yet? Yes, I No, I was asking Bill. Oh. No, I haven't played one today. Do you want to play the melodeon? Yes, I think I'd love to play all the right. melodeon. I haven't played it. Will you push it over here for me, yeah. Bob? Uh, right, right, right over here. Right here. All right, now, you, you've got your music. I love it, Ballad. I love you truly. You're going to play I Love You Truly? Yes. That's one of your favorite request songs, and here she is at the melodeon. Get the tremolo over Yeah. Look at 
Janet. Must have been a short search. There must have been something wrong with something that. Something went wrong with my melodeon. Well, ever since I had that generator pudding, you know, I used to play it uh, with wind. Yeah. <laughs> and now you... <Yeah. laughs> Mr. Wilson is jealous. He says you use sails, but you don't. Mr. Wilson uh, has the musical education that I don't have. Yes, Certainly for him to laugh at me is not proper. No, it isn't. Because if I pr- had his opportunity... That's right. I'd probably be the biggest organist player in the world. Sure, you'd probably be up at some other radio station. Well, I could probably be playing organ stings for some uh, soap opera. Either that or down at Boston Garden or someplace. Something like that. So, well, Mr. Wilson, to you, sir. Well, I guess you've got quite a little problem brush off there, cold shoulder. Let's let Mr. Wilson play, huh? Right. And Mr. Green, too, of course. Oh, that's setting it up. Thank you, man. Oh, good song, boy.